What the hell we got here? Some kind of public access show or something? DPS Report! I keep this shit three Hana. <laughs> I pull up in that Audi. <laughs> Is this the beginning? Is this really the beginning of episode 300? <laughs> you pull up in that Honda. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment, the 300th installment, do, do, in fact. Do, 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 do. 300 do's. 300 If you can't tell, Term clearly has a concussion <laughs> from his fucking boxing match this past weekend. No way. Chief Keefe has a concussion. You read these lyrics? I mean, I can't even... Retarded. You're a terrible filter for them today, that's for sure. Retarded, son. Seriously, you might need to go to a doctor. You've been just complaining. I've had a headache for a week straight. <laughs> Which started with what? The training? The training for it? Yeah, so last week we recorded on Friday instead of Monday. We usually record on Monday. Yeah, we did. We reached the 300 mark, though, you guys. We had that fun episode with Dylan. We were really just scraping the barrel for <laughs> <Scraping>. Halloween. <laughs> had to do four episodes in a week. And, um, um, and now we're here in Florida, in Jacksonville, 300. After last week's episode, we went and saw Luis J. Gomez, the Puerto Rican rattlesnake. Right, immediately after. Immediately after, went and hung out with the homies, and uh, it was very funny, very funny set. We saw him at Zany's in in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. Next day, met up, sparred some boxing rounds, seven or eight rounds. I invited Luis to my gym. I thought there might be some dudes who can like... uh, you know, give him some some nice like sparring competition. I feel like when Lewis travels, especially in preparation for Carnival of Combat, it's like he's usually looking to find a gym, of course, on the road to. Lewis to is stay a active. dog. Yeah, he was there at ten a.m. I didn't get there till eleven. Damn. Um, just working out with the locals, and then yeah, like no one showed up, so I had to spar him for like <laughs> seven or eight rounds. He's fifty, 50 pounds, pounds heavier than heavier, me. Yeah, and yeah, in the last round, uh, I got on video. He just fucking clocked me real good. Gave me a nice little shiner for the week. Yeah. And Got to a, come and into the fight Lifelong with a headache. And yeah, I've had a headache every day since then. And I refuse to get medical attention because I ain't no bitch. <laughs> Yesterday, we're, we're staying with uh, Seth's girl in Florida. and Yes, we are in my girlfriend's mom's living room. It's, it's wonderful. Um, so yesterday you're just complaining about how there's pressure on your eyes and your head hurts. And she's like, maybe go to a doctor, maybe get an MRI where it, like it starts term goes like, Oh my head, it's killing me. <laughs> ah, and she's like, let's get it looked at. Let's go to a doctor. And you're like, 
What? Doctor? Am I gay? MRI? Did I say my anus hurts <laughs> I was from like, a penis? <laughs> no. What's weird is he punched You're me. You're exhibiting all the things of a guy with like a brain issue this week. I guess forever. You were just like, are you, is your head okay? And you didn't respond and you just start going like shadow boxing. I'm like, dude, there's something wrong with his brain. <laughs> He's snap out of it. He punched me in the left eye. And for some reason, my right eye is what hurts. Like if I close my eye, you know, when you like rub your eyeball, like the top of it, he swapped your eyes out. <laughs> I can like feel like pain back there. Yeah. Maybe I like burst a vessel or something. He, uh, he bisping to you. <laughs> <laughs> Believe He's you been me. training with Bisping. That's that's, that's finishing move. I'll show you how to knock a guy's eye into his other socket. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> needless to say, Team Rattlesnake went three and one. Yeah. Uh, Harrington might have got robbed. Yeah. The yeah. crowd got robbed of a fourth round. The crowd sure. got robbed of a third round in my fight too. If I'm being honest. Yeah. But successful endeavor. My first pro fight. So is that when you say pro fight? It is just that means you got paid. That's okay, it. That's but somebody told me that a while back, and I was like, word? Yeah, That's but it? That's all that makes it pro is someone pays you? So when a UFC fighter has their UFC debut and they have like a record of 9-1, and one, that just means that they've been paid for 10 fights? Yeah, that's all that pro. If or, you're fighting know, amateur in the UFC, you can, you can usually assume that those 10 fights before the UFC were like more serious than Carnival of Combat right. fights. Um, These were, you know, we were like, uh, we were really swinging. I guess that's stuff, my question. Like if, now let's say if a couple years from now you enter a, a more legitimate amateur boxing event yeah. or, and you haven't, would this, this be like one and oh? I'm one and oh. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like I that's one and oh. So you do have an official record. It's like if you've you look been at, paid and you've won. A lot of people um, criticize Khabib when people call Khabib like the greatest of all time. And they're like, well, if you look at his first couple fights, yeah. kind of like what I just did. I think a, a couple of Khabib's first MMA fights were that, like, if you win the first two rounds, you don't do a third. Um, and that's what yours was. And they would criticize, right, and they would criticize that, like, his opponents had fucking four wins and ten losses, you know. You're, you're fighting cans. Yeah. Uh, but those still are his first, you know, his first wins. Um, yeah, I, I, I was, uh, so me and Drew, Drew's, uh, Drew Montana, he's the shit. We were... We were both agreeing that if they do another one of these, we'll run it back. I feel like uh, the fans wanted a little more. Watching my performance, as proud of myself as I am, felt like it could have been a little more action. Yeah. Uh, well, either way, I can. Um, I did film both of the rounds. Yeah. It was one of those. It's like two rounds. If it's if it's tied after two, it'll go to a third. And according to the judge judging, the he, judges, uh, you had it so, for t- both rounds. So that was that. And yeah. uh, people did want to see a third. I have both rounds. Um, Ellis and video, and I can try and make those another little edit for free on Patreon. Drew also just uh, posted the fight to YouTube, so we can just link okay. that for sure. I think it's on the do rag and the do tag YouTube, but yeah, Jason Ellis kind of just executive decisioned. They're like, all right, we're doing a third round, and Lewis had to go over and make sure. So they had a Florida Boxing Commission judge present. Yeah. And Lewis, like, marched over to check who the judge scored both rounds for, and he scored them both for me. And Lewis was like, hey, we had an agreement that you don't do the third if someone wins the first two, you know. Right. So let's, let's make good on that. So he announced the third round, and then shortly after they were like, never mind, we have a decision. But at that point, I, I feel like, you know, should have just done the third. I should have been more of an entertainer and marched to the yeah. center of the ring and been like, get out of my way, yeah. third round. You should have secured your loss by walking up to the ref <laughs> concussed already and just being like, bring him on. I'm not done with him. He hasn't knocked me out yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll post a, time, a link. Yeah. I'll make a little edit of the, the clips I shot and put that on Patreon for free. Speaking of Patreon for free, 
It's episode 300, so... Uh, Free hunt it. We're warming up right now, dog. And when we switch <laughs> over to Patreon, we're going to do video episode there. And this week, uh, everybody can watch. So after we talk about... Uh, the tour a little bit and do some obits there's a few of them this week and a couple fan questions we'll uh we'll do another one for patreon and everyone's invited so check it out over there uh subscribe or don't this week just check it out we'll have the video up you can watch it if you need to see us talking how good to <laughs> see you it's um, gonna be like when i invited everyone after the fight on mike i invited everyone to our show in, yeah in bradenton and nobody came well not just you but after, it's not true like six people so came. lewis won his main event and used his like little victory speech time to oh, promote yeah, us. Dude, i did he, not expect he that. spelled out the venue and then he told us a dozen different times how him and everybody everybody said that they were coming to the show yeah a uh, lip service unbeknownst to <laughs> any of us there was construction on the bridge and it was like 50 minutes to get there and no one came yeah no it was still a fine show but we wanted like, we were trying to invite all the fighters over yeah. and the comics and everything it's but on us for not having our show in the same city as the car for sure no nah, we already booked the show dude it's uh still we're gay no nah, they uh it's all praise to you for filling in when the fight fell through you know yeah. like i am the man but you, we're you gay. double booked yourself and we got to actually stay for the whole thing that was tight um <clears throat> so yeah we just did a six night run in florida opening for uh tropodelic bam 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 with uh, Dale and the Z-Dubs. So, yeah, six cities, Snail six nights. and the zebras. Starting on Halloween, we really milked that ch- Cheech and Chong thing for as long as we fucking could. I know. It was like me and my girl were Cheech and Chong at my Halloween party, and then we just, like, uh, readjusted the costume so me and you could be that on the podcast. And we then by the time it was actually Halloween and we were going to, like, be that, for, I was like, I don't want to fucking, there's too much fucking shit on me. I don't want to <laughs> wear this wig anymore, dude. Yeah, you really <laughs> phoned it in. Nah, dude, I left the wig in Chicago. But um, I brought denim, dude. I was Jay Leno. Right. <laughs> Cheech and Leno. <laughs> hey, man, you seen this? You heard about this, man? <laughs> Kevin Eubanks <laughs> and the Tonight Show band, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we started on Halloween. A lot of fun. I had a blast at the Halloween show. I, mean, I think it's mostly because awesome. we had a full month off. We hadn't performed since Skankfest, which was great, but that last night of Skankfest, I was sick as a dog. Right. So, like, my last show. When, if you, whenever you're, like, last show for a month or more, it's, you know, and it sucks. It's just like I'm puking in a bucket, literally. It's like, I really, I can't wait for the next one to sort of just right. brush that off as my last show. And then the Halloween show went great. I We're hope also the nine doing, people that are here can be at the next one. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing short sets, too. We're up first to three acts. So it's like playing a half hour is uh, it's a warm work, up. dude. Woo. It's a warm up for sure. And so it's like I was saying, when we do these short sets, 30 minutes is at this point a very short set for us. And well, not compared to Melbourne, 30 seconds, actually. That's our <laughs> shortest to date. We set a record this week. Um, but it's like it's almost like it's all enders. We go up there and we're like, "What should we do?" And then we're like, "How about I don't know." All these they could all end a show. Acknowledge right. ro- it really uh, does Rohypnol. filter out the whack shit. Yeah, bars, muff hugger. Let's dip. just be dope for thirty minutes. We're doing dip now. We are doing dip. No mistakes. It's been going great. Um, it's it's become one of those tracks where I alter it into a better version. We than played some of the fan knows. questions uh, a week or two ago where the fans were like. Please re-record it now. Ten years later, it's like, yeah. Well, uh, no, right. no. But uh, it does sound great when we do it live, and uh, you know we've been saying for years we should work that into the set, and we finally did it. What we would rather do, we were discussing this this week, is um, figure out a way in the next you know year or two to record a live album. Yeah, that way we can re-record an old song and not feel like we're wasting a bunch of time. We should do that. We should make that um, maybe next year if we have like an actual tour. Our next, like, maybe when we tour our next album or something, right. we can record it. We could use the same thing we're recording this podcast or on, you know, pull the soundboards uh, at every show yeah. and just edit, like, a, a compilation of best We've played tracks. at venues that have uh, that offer, like, soundboard recordings and yeah. 
I think it's sweet. I think we're better live. Well, we've said this a thousand times, but every song we do now is like, let's say Picturesque came out six years ago. It's six years better than the day we recorded that video. Six years better. We've been doing it over and over again, and we found like every little nook and cranny to to uh, right. you know fill in with ad libs and play off of each other. We're not hung over and high off resin. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> when we do it every time now, <laughs> that like video specifically video. it sucks. People always ask us like, "What's one of your favorite songs?" You know, to perform or what song would you recommend people? Uh, to get into you, I'm like picturesque is the one, but only if you're seeing us live. Yeah, you go watch that video. Yeah, I like I forgot that day happened when I went home, crushed a fucking Chipotle burrito immediately following that shoot, mm-hmm. and then went and slept off a major hangover for four hours. It's went like, and iced my lip that I burned on a pipe I was resonating <laughs> beforehand. <laughs> we really are the epitome of professionalism in the industry. Um, but yeah, that is that song is just. Uh, I don't know. It's money every time we do it live, and a lot of a lot of these shows too on uh, the the Florida run or just in general. Um, but especially when we're opening for like a band or a festival act, where it's it's a little more crossover of like all generations. There's like old hippies that follow yeah. Tropidelic too, but it's like they're not accustomed to the Palmer Squares, so they see us, and it's always that first song or two is always like you can see it in their eyes. Like, what do I have to endure now? Before I get to see the band I'm here to see. Yes. The band I like. A lot of uh, cargo shorts, sandals, tie-dye shirts. Dreadlocks. Dreadlocks. Glass pieces in the dreadlocks. Balding with dreadlocks. (laughs) My favorite. (laughs) The Stevie Wonder. Um, But then, like, by the end, it's like you see these folks. They're clearly uh, folks in their 50s, 60s, nodding their head, pulling their phone out. like, And then you can see their face change of, like, huh. This is impressive. I've never seen anything like what these guys are doing. Right. So if you just give us a chance, work with us a little bit. Um, it usually uh, works in our favor, and people come over and support at the merch table, give us major compliments. Um, I think we crushed it all six nights, honestly. Like I, it's it's thirty minute sets, dude. It's just like a lob. Six. I'm, th- I'm behind my. Does that include Melbourne? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, um, we did crush it, honestly. We'll skip forward to Melbourne because there wasn't really much to, yeah, to report it, on the other shows except for that guy sucking me off and giving me 300 bucks. Yeah, he's sucking you off Pussy. via me, via my <laughs> eardrums, dude. That, I fuck, like, there's, uh, things happen at live shows. I don't care at all if somebody wants to compliment us or uh, I, I'm, I'm very accustomed to uh, somebody maybe being a, more of a fan of term than of act, but they just like the the Palmer Squares or something. Yeah, dude comes up to me and he's just like, <clears throat> didn't even open with like, a, hey, you guys were great, man. And I gotta tell you, no, you just, guys about it. No, you guys about <laughs> it. Just straight to me, and he goes like, points at term and goes like, man, he is really talented. <laughs> and I'm like, at first I'm just like, yeah, dude, that's my partner right there, story. dude. This is the like, third time I'm hearing it. <laughs> I love it more like, every he's time. the best, dude. That's my man's right there. <laughs> and then I so I'm bigging you up with him, and right. then he's like, serious. I mean, he can he can rap, and I'm like, me too. You know, he's, he can yeah. sing. I'm like, okay, not yeah. as much, but like, yeah. I'm trying. But he's just like, seriously, there's not a lot of guys that can do what he does, and it's just, I it's really inspirational. Too. I bet he fights. I bet he can act. Yeah. And at a certain point, I just go, really, <laughs> dude, really. And he goes, what? And I'm like. Go tell him. I was like, I'm. I bet he's got an extensive <laughs> knowledge of films. Um, I went to film school, you piece of shit. <laughs> I bet he's good at Final Cut Pro. <laughs> no, that's my thing. I bet he's a finger fingerboard master. I taught him everything he knows. <laughs> I, we're still T to A in our last game of skate. We still are. We and believe finished. me, 
you're finished. You're already finished. Who's got hey? I'm going to take the fucking rich jerk off tip guy <laughs> and fucking take that energy into the last letter. Who's got A? Who's got T? We'll we'll play for the rest of his tip. Let's episode 300. We're going to finish our game of skate right here on the glass table. Oh my god. I have and T. And he tipped $300. That's crazy. Oh my god. He did. This guy bought a t-shirt and tipped us $300. Right. I, I always forgiven because I, I really did say so more like, than we got paid for the show that It's night. like if you're going to suck his dick, I'll ruin the mystique. Go suck his dick. Like why are you yes, slobbering? He did. Yeah, right. He did. So <laughs> I'm like, go tell him he, he kind of irked me uh i was like get the fuck out of here you don't say and then he went and bought a t-shirt and apparently tipped us three hundred dollars and i was like my respect can be bought yeah. like that's all right just <laughs> when i think he couldn't get any dumber he goes and does something like that right <laughs> um but yeah there was another dude there that i hadn't I, I didn't put it together but in jacksonville it's where your girl stays you have some roots here like you've spent yes. time here I frequent you, the jacksonville area yeah. and duval county quite a bit so there's uh you've in the past you've been here without me and gone and like a fan have, hooked uh, you up with some lunch you know taking photos for donna deacon you know <laughs> the, the mayor of the city so another guy at the same jacksonville show comes up and just straight to my face goes hey man what's up I'm like hey how you doing he goes oh yeah man i've been fucking with term for a minute <laughs> and i was like really dude <laughs> not what, he meant. what is happening <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> and he was, he didn't, you know, I'm like, oh, you're the guy who hooked him up. You at change the- your rap name to Chopped Liver. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jacksonville was my least favorite show. All of the condescension. It was the most stiff. Um, We've always had an issue with Jacksonville. The stage felt the most crowded too. We had nowhere to like jump around that night. We're playing with two bands and they didn't strike anything that night. So yeah, we yeah, have all like, the mic stands were still like prison bars in front of us. We have four horizontal feet to perform on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but Jacksonville's always been a struggle. We, we usually played at uh, Jack Rabbits, not the best venue. This was in the easily world. our best Jacksonville show, even though those the shows cunts that exist there. <laughs> those shows not being good. Maybe they weren't Jack Rabbits' fault. No, aside from that one guy who irked me and then bought my love back. Uh, specifically in Jacksonville, I was I would say some of the. Uh, nicest people. At least five people came up and just introduced themselves with their name. Like that's not a thing. People, right? They just like, hi, I'm Susan. I'm like, Southern okay. hospitality. No, actually, everyone was very nice. But we got that- there. Lady gifted us pub subs. Yeah, beautiful. Thank you, Holly. I was starving. Um, but that's like why that one guy stood out. I was like, everybody's been so nice, and then this guy just strolls up, man. It's so <laughs> nice. To everything else. about everything but you is great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, we've always like. Uh, I think we played Jacksonville four or five times in the past. First time, the best. Yeah. That's where I met my baby girl. Baby girl? Uh, also where I met Gil Palmar, stalker extraordinary. Yeah! We should point out that Sandwich Dude, big fan. He's our guy. Yes. Ha- nice guy. Bought merch. Chop it, Charlie. Bought me a, a shot. In Jacksonville, go get a Philly cheesesteak. The police were called on him by the end of the night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he, he did bring th- three squad cars <laughs> up at the end of the night. Shout out, Charlie. His lip did. was hanging off his face, according to him. He must have been on According some, to nobody else. Some extra stuff, like uh, not just the booze. I don't know. I think he said he, he popped a Zan. Might have popped a Zan or two. In a, in a while and then overdid it. <laughs> I think somebody like smacked him because he was talking shit or something. He got in a fight outside. And then to the cops, he was saying. To the cops, he's like, my lips are hanging off of my face. And he was grabbing his mustache. And then the cops... pulling on his mustache and saying, my lip is hanging off of my face. And then the cops are looking at a guy with both lips, not even bleeding. (laughs) He's just honestly... Zero blood. So the cops, you know, their job that night was to look at this drunk guy and be like, no, they're not. You have You're lips. pulling your mustache. <laughs> Charlie's They were dog, so dude. mad that he like wasn't trying to drive a car. They couldn't like arrest him for anything. He's just right. drunk. Just a drunk it's guy. It's not illegal to be drunk. Not driving. Just flat out. He was a little bit of a, not indecency, but he was like disturbing the peace on the street. I think he was- uh, A little bit. Um, they were just babysitting Making enemies him. out there. But anyways, that that's our army, dude. That's the beach squad army, dude. Fuck hey, yeah. hey. 
Um, speaking of beach, we, we worked our way there. I mean, the shows were great. The Deland show was excellent. Stewart was excellent. Both the those venues in Deland outdoor, and Outdoor, you know, the dangly lights. Beautiful. Perfect nights. It's just like a really go- cool vibe of these outdoor bars in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Carnival of Combat into the Bradenton show. Uh, bang, crushed bang. It, crushed it. So then, uh, originally, and we said this on the pod promoting it weeks ago. We're like, this Sunday show, Crown Plaza Hotel in Melbourne, sounds like a weird one. Sounds like a weird sounds one. Sounds like we're playing at a place that doesn't host music. It sounds like we're playing at a hotel. And we've, we've played had, hotels before. Yeah, and usually it's like in one of those weird conference rooms. Uh, does not make me feel good about my no. career. The most unnecessary shows in our career have all been at hotels. Doubletree, Windsor, um, <laughs> in Arkansas. We've we played them all, folks. <laughs> all over the world, we play the finest venues in the land. Radisson. Is it reasonable? <laughs> Um, so yeah, we, uh, we finally get there, but also it was two to six free show, two to six in Melbourne. What and then <clears throat> are we going to, we're talking with Dale and his band and they're saying it was one to six or one to five. One to, and four. We're like, hmm, one to four. We both have two different schedules. And then we check our email and then like two days before the show, they had sent a thing about how now it's noon to four. Oh, cool. And the Bradenton show is like three and a half hours away. Yeah. So not only do we have this long Saturday, and Terms got a concussion. <laughs> right. I've been uh, eating clean and not drinking the whole week up to Carnival of Combat. So I win the fight. We go play the show. So, of course. You celebrate. I get obliterated. Yeah. And then we got to get up at 8 a.m. with a pounding headache. To, like, leave at 8 a.m. pretty not much. from the concussion. Yeah. <laughs> from the booze. Just <laughs> the ecstasy, not the egg rolls. <laughs> Chug Pedialytes and fucking drive three and a half hours so Jarv came out. God damn out. it, I am the king of doing a backwards-ass quote <clears throat> or something. Jarv and... Uh, it's the egg rolls. Yeah, you do that Not the, the ecstasy. <laughs> I don't have enough time to think it through. <laughs> Jarv and Little Stranger were in St. Pete the night before us. Had what looked like an outstanding show. Yeah. Uh, we convinced Jarv to hang out for the extra day and come hang out at the fights and uh, come pop out at our show. So the next day, we drop him in Orlando on the way to Melbourne. So it's like f- a four-hour drive. Four we have hours, to get up at 8 a.m. We have maybe four hours of sleep. Um, Miserable. Yeah. Miserable drive to Melbourne Took to get forever. there. And then we walk in, and they're setting up a wedding. This is why they pushed the show forward an Oh, hour. yeah, the show has to be over by four because people are getting married right there where we're supposed to play. Even without us playing there, what a cheap dog shit place to get married. Yeah. I mean, it is like... On the ocean, that part was nice. Of course. But everything else is, like, really cheap. Yeah, we were hearing some scuttlebutt in the other cities. It's at a people, Crown Plaza But hotel. other people were saying when we brought it up, like, the Friday show, we're like, the Sunday show sounds weird. And they're like, no, that's actually beautiful. It's going to be, like, it's right on the beach. And I'm like, well, performing on the beach sounds fun. Fuck right. it. Like, uh, it's snowing back home in Chicago right now. I yeah, guess this is pretty tight. beautiful if you're, like, slightly stupid and you pack the deck out with fans that you actually have because yeah. you're not us. We were slightly stupid to think that would be somewhere <laughs> we could perform. Ever. It's like a host of Palmer Squares. Basically, a beachside hotel brunch event. It's That's a, what it was. It's a, a restaurant patio attached to the Crown Plaza Hotel. Plaza. And we're setting up, and it's like elderly couples eating breakfast. Right. But by the way, we got there 10 minutes to spare before we were supposed to be on stage. Just enough time for us to set up real quick, check, 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 start our stuff. Oh, that's no problem. And also for me, it's like, it was beautiful. It is a perfect day on the beach and whatever, and it's like, this is the last one. This is the finish line of yeah. our six-day thing. Home stretch. And once we do this, we just get our last little paycheck, sell some merch, and like now it's officially, you know, mission accomplished. We get some days off. Uh, we get there. 
as soon as we're walking up, they say like, you're supposed to be on in 10 minutes. And we're like, we know. We'll be ready in 10. That's okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic us. Like, we got, we're got we here on time. I've said this before <laughs> when I do the Ellis Mania things. I've always gotten the impression like Jason Ellis doesn't like me. And that's why. I always show up five minutes before any fights start. Yeah. And I'm like, can I have some gloves, please? While everyone else has been here for an hour, they've been explaining the rules. We were set up to fail, though, because we also <clears throat> thought the show started you. at 2. We found out two days earlier that it, right. So it's like you push it this up two on hours, you. and then we That's get there. You, we get there still on time to be on stage at one, like we're supposed to on the new time frame. And they're like, "Look at these guys running late." Like, fuck you! You ran the schedule up on us. Yeah. Like, we still woke up at the crack of dawn and got here on time. Um, and we were set up to start immediately right at one. And then we got thirty seconds into. I didn't have to say a line. I didn't even get to. You no. didn't even get to the actual vulgar stuff in the verse. Yeah, maybe. If you would have rapped, she wouldn't have stopped us. I think she would have. <laughs> Maybe sure she's she the opposite of that $300 tip guy. Um, so we get there, and of course, we we have the feeling like this is not... It, it looks like no, what we thought it was going to be. the first thing I said on mic was to a couple eating their breakfast, like, you're going to want to get a box and take that up to your room, because yeah. <laughs> we're about to ruin everything now. <laughs> and sure enough. And then you you start acknowledge... Which I turned around and I said, like, this is what we're what starting with. What would you recommend, dude? Start with dip something nice and then like play all the view or got you something. And like, then what, Seth? I don't hey, know. smart guy. Then <laughs> I what? don't know. I'm and not then smart. what? I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm concussed. We can maybe like uh, fucking placate this cunt manager lady until she walks off and like starts doing her other jobs. But, all, like, but the second she sees two rappers with no band, I was I saw her the whole time, just standing back by the bar, scowling. Yeah, and I was like, this isn't mean mug. This isn't going to be good. Um, but I I think I did us a favor with that. First of all, we uh boy we, did you we we been on, we started opening with golden gloves, and even if we opened with wah, that, wah, 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 that would have been worse. Exactly. I don't think we, it we was switched even, it mid tour to acknowledge as an we were just kind of bouncing the set around a it little bit. It wasn't solely the language. She was mad that we're rappers. Yeah, she wanted a band. She was racist. We're white. She's white, and she's racist. Yes, that's how I feel about it. That's where we are. She doesn't like the color of my musical uh, culture. I got some words <laughs> for the second half of the show that she she was thinking of calling us. <laughs> I told you I took down this list of like racial white slurs that some TikTok lady posted. We can uh, start the Patreon with They're those. They're hilarious. None of them are hurtful. Save them. Save them for um, Patreon. But yeah, she walked up, uh, I don't know, 12 bars in to acknowledge. I didn't even get to the it skull the, fuck the world exactly. busting up inside its brain part. Spider veins on my nutsack, <laughs> ack, yuck. <laughs> that we didn't even get there acknowledging <laughs> that it's yucky it was at the come on ride the train ride it fly the plane pilot i like that i stopped rapping to go what's up she's just scowling there's no one there but this lady and then i'm watching her like march up to, i love how i like in the video i point i oh yeah tap you're, you and i point mid rap you're like look look she's coming <laughs> she's coming up here she comes <laughs> she was so mad <laughs> we really are this is like uh <laughs> did you see that clip of wax on that podcast recently and he was talking about how like being an artist is like being a child mm -hmm. and, and he just wants to be a child but you need it's business so you need like a man nager and he, he's like being silly about it but i related to that where like when you're next with his goddamn word with, with his logic he's so good um but even in that moment we're there we first of all we did our job we got there by the time we're supposed to be on and we started right. doing our job and but like even in that moment it's childish you're like to your buddy you know like look here comes the bad <laughs> bitch here she comes dude. we're like, mad at us <laughs> she, ooh, she's mad um so yeah big mad, mad Amy the big manager body mad shaped like a beanbag <laughs> Amy the man we're the children she's Amy the man Niger she comes over uh 
Yeah, I'll, I'll play the clip. I'm sure uh, it's doing very well on our Instagram. So That's hilarious. We were talking about this yesterday, just the grievances of um, being an artist and having to use social media. <clears throat> you edit all of our videos. You're getting carpal tunnel in your wrist. You have it's to just put only words on all of them. Yep. Some videos you spend a week editing, and then you put it up, and it gets 300 views. And this was just a video of the this dude, Justin, who came out to see us there, yeah. one of the only ones, took this video, sent it to you, I heard you in the car, watch it, and then post it within five minutes. Yeah, there was no thought. Clipped. I forgot they sent it to me, and I was like, oh, like I should go look, right. look at this. And when I watched it, it made me laugh out loud. It's it's weird. You know, sometimes, and I never believe this, but really, but like somebody will go, let's say, a comic goes and plays Madison Square Garden and gets to open for somebody, and they'll be like, how was it? And they'll be like, I blacked out. Yeah. And I'll be like, no, you didn't. You crushed it, you know? Right. I like... When I watched this clip, I did not remember this happening. And it was so like I was I. I was confused. I, I wasn't was, listening to what you were pressing. Dude, I was the one doing it. And then when I listened to this back, I, I like had no idea. I went to the soundboard. So it's almost like I relived it for the first time watching this. And I'm laughing my ass off. And yeah, instant post. It has like 100,000 views in a day and a half. Nothing we ever would have like put time <laughs> and energy into to, po- to put up would have done this well. Right. So here's, uh, here's Amy walking over 30 seconds into song number one. Uh, at our sixth show of the run, at a hotel on the beach. You know, pointing, getting your attention and pointing. Starts talking a term. What's up? I believe I can translate. No, no, no. <laughs> I forgot I did. No. The whole thing is language. The English language. She said no language. We'll happily just let Dale take it from here. It's been terrific. <laughs> Man, you corny! <laughs> <laughs> so much reverb on the soundboard. Biggest regret is that you didn't hold down the you suck. For sure. I was just working my way. I have it right here. This is the soundboard, and I started with... No! 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 You blew it! And then we pause... And then it gets to this, and I just like kept. You, man, you can't. I could have gone. Eat a dick, asshole. Boo! Took you long enough, you dummy. Moron. Moron. <laughs> Took you long enough, you dummy. <laughs> I could have hit all of them, but in that moment, <laughs> took I, you long enough, you dummy. Would have been so good. <laughs> I thought it was salvageable, and we actually, I started first song. I was like, besides this rapper shit, I was like, well, what about Only Living? It's literally the song that always ropes in. It does well at every show. Everybody of all ages, there were kids in Jacksonville on their dad's shoulders bopping to it. There was people in their <clears throat> 60s in Deland oh, yeah, filming us. yeah, we did us. play Only Living After This we tr- no, for five seconds. Five seconds. She- it didn't even get out of the chorus. You said, we doesn't have time for this. Sh-. All right. She had, I watched her. She told the sound guy, more or less, you're fired if you don't turn the sound off. And she cut the whole power. We said, uh, what's your opening like? I doesn't have time for this shit. I went, I doesn't have time for this sh- crap. <laughs> and then the sound was cut. Crap. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was it yeah, for us. The whole show was a bunch of bush crap. So now I'm furious. Now, like, I thought it was salvageable. You were very mad. At the I was trying to keep it playful because I'm like, well, we're here. But, but I did. We, it was a stressful off. morning, dude. It's like, and I did try and like a uh, tough guy. Like I walked up to him and was like, "So you giving us a cash or check? How you want to pay yeah, yeah. us?" <laughs> Yeah, she, she was just like, fuck off, loser. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I, you said like, you better. That's not my job. You're like, we're still getting paid, right? And she's like, I don't deal with the paychecks. And you're like, well, we better. And I was like, ooh. ooh what are you going to do, term? Amy's in Check trouble. right hook. <laughs> no, that's, the, that's when the concussion works in your favor. You start getting yeah. tough guy balls. <laughs> Punchy. Um. So, yeah, I was really upset. And so I we just start like. Paid. I just start Through like. Dale. Sort they of paid Dale. slopping the shit into my own uh, box. Wait, 
pause. <laughs> I'm like, I like, I'm dropping the mixer, like it, my equipment. And then the sound guy starts going like, you better not be fucking up my shit. And I'm like, I'm not, it's mine. You know, and now I'm barking. We're barking at each other. And I was, and I'm talking to myself. We were doing- facing away from him. And I'm just going like fucking bullshit, fucking idiots. Do your research before you book us. And then he's like, fucking I didn't book you. Curly haired tie dye. I didn't book you. What'd you call me? What'd you call me? And I'm like, I'm not talking to you. And now we're like getting <laughs> chirpy. And like you guys are trading barbs. Yeah. Um, so in the moment, it's like, what do I not get to be upset by this? I'm supposed to just be like, oh, great. Thanks. I don't even know if I'm getting paid. I, well, I could have slept in, went to St. Pete Beach, had lunch, taking yeah. my fucking time instead of like waking up so early on so little sleep all week to play another show for 30 seconds to nobody because Amy, the fucking manager. Um, so yeah, no, me we and the were, sound we guy are getting cop, into it. Bad copying. Me and me and sound guy were making up. I did. Uh, making a- out. Anytime uh, this does happen on the remember the Platinum Elite tour last year, I told an, a waitress to go away. She w- <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it was me, you and Charv, and I. She something happened. I was just like, go away. <laughs> I like barked at her, and then in the end, we were. I, I apologized, and we were being chatty, borderline flirty. She yeah. was like, she she appreciated my girls like being negged. <laughs> um, so I did the same thing with the sound guy. Where I was like, hey, buddy, pardon my frustration earlier. It's just a, a curveball, and uh, obviously it wasn't your fault. So sorry about that. And he's like, and he brought up, he's like, man, she had a stick up her ass before you got here. I'm so sick of this fucking lady. He tell. hates her. He hates this lady. Everyone hates this lady. So it's like this oh, lady hates this. We could have been hanging out months ago. It, that's how it felt. Where it's like, oh, yeah. he, he thought I was calling him a fucking asshole. And I'm not, and but now I'm turning into a fucking asshole, right. dude. It's not your problem. But what? Am I supposed to just be fucking peachy? So I now box we're being on shitty Saturday, about it. Matt boxes on Sunday. Yeah. You versus sound guy. Let's go. Um. So yeah, I was being, and you know, I, I'm only borderline embarrassing myself in front of three fans, dude. It's noon in the middle three. of nowhere. Um. But I was even thinking that, like, now there's fans that made a trip and they're watching me load the case up and just being like cock sucking motherfuckers what fucking <laughs> shithead fucker and i'm just like this is a great look for me douchebag son <laughs> of a bitch asshole piece of shit where's the where's the ecumenals angry do we still have that i took this from a uh, dirty work yesterday uh, oh shut the fuck up and have a day uh, asshole hashtag asshole what'd you take <laughs> son of a bitch bastard, son of a bitch, bastard. <laughs> That was the. I didn't sound that polite at all. Didn't have to share that. No, I'm gonna edit that out. Do it. Episode 300, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, Amy, the fucking manager. uh, Look, we got paid to drink on the beach. Yeah, we did. We it wasn't much. Wasn't much, but it was enough. We weren't gonna get paid much anyway. And we still sold some merchandise to the fans out the trunk that came and hooked everybody up. And we. It's more memorable for for me and the fans probably where. Like Absolutely. a good show is a good show, but I we just hung thing. out on the beach with the fans for four hours. So um, there was Justin and Michaela, the newlyweds. Kyle was the dude who worked next door. Kyle came from right down the road, so it wasn't that much of an inconvenience. Right. And then you get to hang out with your your the people. You, I'm not going to call us his favorite, yeah, but fans, someone you're fans of, yeah. And um, Justin and Michaela drove a couple hours, but I said the same thing. It's like. If we would have driven two hours to go see Wax and they canceled his show 30 seconds in and then we just wind up like smoking weed and having drinks with him for three hours on the beach, we would yep. have been like, that was totally worth it. It was for better sure. than a show. Yeah. I know all the songs. <laughs> um, and we, we did draw a couple more people because they pushed the show forward and they weren't there when we got kicked off. When I went over to the bar. up at two. I went over to the bar, grab a beer after I simmered down a little bit. and uh, Simmered down. Guy walks the up. They say a winner of the triple crown. Guy walks up and goes like, this might be a weird question, but uh, are you from Palmer Squares? And I didn't think oh, it was a yeah. weird question because I'm like, yeah, dude, this is our show was supposed to be here today. So everything I said, I was like, uh, yes, we weren't able to play. It's 
bullshit, you know. But this, he had no clue that we were there. He was staying just at the staying hotel, at the hotel, for with his wife for another event, and he's like, "No way!" Like just no that way. that happens a very small handful of times where we might go next door to the venue and pick up our food, and some guy has no idea we're playing next door, right? And they're just like Palmer Squares, and it's like, yeah, dude. Like, the memo doesn't get to all the people. I would say someone having no idea we're playing next door happens more often than the other thing. Yeah, I mean, it happens more often than we find out it happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they just didn't know we were there. But occasionally, yeah, they'll uh, recognize us, and then this guy's like, couldn't believe it, asks us for photos on the beach and stuff. So the day progressively got better, because I'm just like, if we get paid, whatever. I still, I'm prepared to rap for an hour. That's what... I yeah. don't dislike performing these songs. I've been having a blast on tour all week. No, it is fun. So I'm just, and now we're on the so beach. It justifies my existence. It was, like I said, the finish line. It's like we're here. It's beautiful out, the scenery, anyways. And, but like, it makes sense. This is not noon brunch at a hotel resort where people are like probably half asleep with their screen door open, letting the ocean breeze yeah. flow in. That's not where you want to hear spider veins on my nutsack stuff. Like, it kind of makes sense that it's only going to get worse from there. So I do think I did us a favor, not trying. Oh, let's play Bad Animals and Dip and Got You. So then we have nothing left after 10 minutes. Yeah. It's like, I'd rather just rip the Band-Aid off. This is what we do. And if it doesn't work, let's get the fuck out of here. Give us our money. And I'm going to go hang. I put on my swim trunks immediately. I angrily packed up, went to the car, got naked in the back seat, put on my swim trunks and just went down to the beach with a margarita. And I was like, you know, got to make the best of it. It's not that bad, is it? Yeah. And then we got um, uh, Beachside and Mutt Shout showed out up dogs. later. Uh, they were at the show in, I guess it was DeLand. DeLand. Yeah. And um, I guess Melbourne is not far from DeLand, so we were inviting a lot of people at that show. Right. Uh, so he came to that show, and we, we had a good chat at the merch table. First thing he does is buys fucking everything, you know, super supporter. Uh, His phone was up the say. whole time, you know, like uh, during our 30-minute set. It was clear he was there for us Beachside and not the other bands. and Mutt mm-hmm. are two bikers. Mm-hmm. They are Mongols. Yeah. They are in the notorious Mongol biker gang. Yeah, he said he's they been there for like one percenters. 13 years. They are covered in tattoos. They look like hardcore dudes who would not listen to my music. Yeah. So very flattered off the bat. I love when hardcore dudes Same, like what dude. I do. It's like almost up there. It's like uh, getting a compliment from like... A black rapper, and you're Absolutely. just like, it's God, that means so much more. The next best thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when a white guy with a shaved head and tattoos for hair, yeah. and then one sideburn on one side of like white hair, so cool. And then the other sideburn was just the state of Florida, yes, and like and it going down. Tattooed sideburn, yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is like fide what, one this guy, this cool guy game. likes me. Hell yeah, I'm cool. Yeah. Well, in in the land, they they were the ones that were saying how cool the Melbourne spot is, and it's just like it's scenic. You're right. gonna love it. We're gonna come to that one and stuff. So that was another thing. It's like even if we did get to perform, those guys showed up at two, like we told them it started. We would have been walking off stage even if we had a full set by the time anybody else got there. There were a few more fans that showed up, and it was late because nobody gets the memo that they moved the show up fucking an hour early. Nope. Um. But yeah, even in um, where was it? I think it was in Stewart. Another another fan came up and was <laughs> gave me like a whisper compliment, and he's like, "You know what? You know what I was thinking? Listen to you guys, you especially." And he's like, "You sound like a black guy." Like a black and I was like, "It's working! <laughs> yes, <laughs> mission accomplished." Um, so uh, yeah, so we're in uh, Melbourne, and Beachside and his brother Mutt show up for that. I would one. take you sound like a black guy over three hundred dollars. I remember I looked day. over my shoulder, and they they look like two cool, tough biker dudes rolling up, and and Beachside's chick, cool, tatted up biker chick, mm-hmm. and I was just like, hey, Huge look, our, I was like, our muscles here. <laughs> right. Let's go kick Amy's ass, dude. <laughs> um, no, but they, I had to inform them, like, dude, you're gonna be pissed, like. 
we're not playing today and they had to drive an hour or whatever. So now we're like doing like customer service. shoppers. Yeah. Um, Just kind of being like apologetic. Like we wanted to put on a show and we couldn't. Uh, Anyways. Acting like we weren't super glad to show up and get paid to do nothing. So at a certain point, we're about to leave. I I totally missed this, but I guess his brother uh, like asked you to start kicking him in the the ribs. Yeah. So here's the thing about Mutt. (laughs) He's a wild card, this guy. (laughs) He is a wild card. (laughs) Rowdy. (laughs) um, Yeah. Uh, obviously, like my, my shadow boxing and my Muay Thai training became like a topic of conversation. With well, the because you're never everything. not doing it. People are like, "What's up with that?" And um, like, he's got brain damage. <clears throat> so at one point, Mutt just starts like demanding, not asking, but like just These slapping type of guys. They don't ask. No, they don't. They tell you. <laughs> they don't, and you better follow what they say. Yep. And he's just like slapping his ribs and stuff, just saying like, "Kick me! Come on, <laughs> kick me!" And so I'm like, I, I give him like a twenty percent power. Uh, like right kick to yeah. the to the body, and he just like calls me a pussy once more. Uh, I upped it to like, dude, I swear to God, I kicked him in the ribs like 25, 30 times. <laughs> and by the last ones, I'm I'm blasting like eighty percent. Yeah, uh, like a heavy bag, and he's not flinching. And then I was telling you, like after the first ten or fifteen, he starts returning kicks like very lightly to my body, and I'm like. Please, that makes this less awkward. Now you kick me. Yeah. Um, and then he does that like five times. And then just instead of kicking me, I kick him and he'll, he just starts. There's a wooden post. We're like under the, we're like on the beach on a deck at the bar. Yeah. Uh, and he just, like I kick him and then he just low click kicks with his shin into a wooden post. Really hard. <laughs> really yeah. not good looking. I don't know how I missed all. I was standing like right there. I was trying to get your attention the whole time without like uh, insulting Mutt. I was talking beef like, side, yeah. Matt, look at what this freak's letting me do to Matt, look at Mutt, <laughs> Mutt, Matt, Matt. I was confused. I didn't know who you were talking to. And uh, yeah, I just kind of had to like like pu- put a pin in it at some point. I'm like, we're going to be here all day, dude. This is thanks. You know. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> Um, so the last thing I said to Beachside, and he was he was so like uh, you know just a, a friendly guy, especially in Deland. We we chatted. There was like a period where you were gone for a while from the merch table, and I just hung out. I was uh, shadow boxing in the back. I figured as much. <laughs> Man, turn was one track minded on uh, the first five days of the yeah, that's, tour. That's pretty much all I thought about. Um, Took it. A so yeah, too I, I was hanging out with Beachside on on Thursday or Friday, or whenever, and then he comes on Sunday. So I'm like, hey, uh, we're catching up. The, the show's canceled. We have a, a little send off beer, and we're just chatting about shit I know nothing about motorcycles and and shit. <laughs> driving through Death Valley on a Harley. I'm like, right, totally. Um, so then he's, uh, we're leaving. I've been saying on the road how like my shoes are just these shitty, no support. I was wearing them at Skank Fest. And I'm like, God, I wore the worst shoe. All of my shoes are flat like Vans. Like they're cool looking maybe, but none of them are comfortable. None yeah. of them are comfortable cool for like a tour. They were week you got them. Yeah. Now they look like karate slippers. Right, yeah. There's the Nikes no are form beat. left to them. My, my Nikes that I was wearing are jacked. So I was saying. They look like, uh, you know, those like slippers that are like designed like a sneaker yeah but it's really just a mush of <laughs> <laughs> i wish they felt like material. mush dude they were they <laughs> felt like just a slab of concrete i'm stepping around on but when we were at o'hare flying out i just a guy happened to walk by in a very sick pair of nike air max that were like dark brown and navy and white and i was mm-hmm. like those are sick i want to get a pair of shoes like that they look comfortable you could see the fucking air in the in the sole and all that bubble yeah and i was just like i gotta get like i gotta sack up and spend on like a, a comfortable pair of shoes Last thing I say, we're saying bye to all the fans in Melbourne and then to Beachside. Uh, he's wearing this, like, basically kind of the black and white version of the sneakers I saw the dude at O'Hare wearing. And I was like, those are tight. So I just said, oh, by the way, those Nikes are sick, dude. I love those. And he's just like, take them. 
I'm like, what? Right. He's like, they're yours. They're yours. And I was like, all right, that's crazy. No. He's like, no, I'm serious. So I like, I'm denying a thousand times. Like when someone tries to tip us at the merch table and it's like, dude, it's fine. Like you're, you already bought so much. We it's, it's great. And then you say like, no, as many times as you can. And then you go like, all right, fine. Give me. So right. I'm like, at a certain point, I'm like, no, dude, that's nuts. You, they're so much cooler though. And I go, all right, what size do you wear? I'm like, this dude's tall, taller than me. He's a bigger dude. There's no way he wears a 10. He goes 10. I'm just like, all right, let me let me try one on. Yeah, and then I slip it on. I'm like, ooh, this is nice. This is better than mine. Cinderella. And style. he starts like insisting. He's like, dude, it's like I got other pairs of these at home. I'll get another pair tomorrow. Just cool guy baller shit. Yeah, I got Just a million a gang of these. member taking off some of his gang attire and offering it to you. Exactly. And then his offering brother to put on your shoes that don't match his colors anymore. Right. He's he's uh, he's a matching man. Um, but I, I like them, and I, I only wear black and white for the most part, too. Or just, like, black sweats, and yeah, it would be perfect. aspiring gang members yeah. also. Uh, I think I got patched in with these Nikes. <laughs> but, so, yeah, he's, like, insistent, and I'm just like, are you sure, dude? I think it's crazy. You don't want my shoes. I'm not thinking about how cool it might be for a big fan like him right. to get ecumenical shoes, like, as a... <clears throat> so, like, I just keep saying, like, no, dude, it's, you're too nice, but seriously, that's not necessary. And his brother Mutt comes up and he goes, like, if I were you, I'd take the shoes. And I was like, oh, like I don't want... I guess I don't want to get if on his bed. If I were you, I'd kick him in the face. <laughs> you kick him in the ribs 25 times. If I were you, I'd kick me a 26th time. <laughs> it all gets very, like... Well, uh, you better do what they say. It's always the vibe. Um, anyways, uh, we switched shoes. I'm, I'm not a spontaneous person like that. I like having a plan. Yeah. Even if my shoes are uncomfortable and someone wants to give me, I'm just like, I'll go buy some. I, I'll make some money this week and whatever. But this dude was insistent. Uh, and I'm like looking at it like, fuck these shoes. I've been wearing them every day for two years. Like he I've been insisted. saying all week. I he want was more intimidating. Money. He had a gun on his hip. <laughs> uh, yeah, most of our fans, if they're like, you know, insisting something where you're just like, no, keep them. It's much easier to be like, "Fuck you, faggot! Take your shoes." I'll <laughs> it get wasn't my own. like it, it wasn't like I felt threatened at all because he was just <laughs> no, like a, they weren't, they weren't a, a biker gang tattoo guy. It was just it was way too, his nice. His shoes are way nicer than mine, and I'm just like, "That's nuts, dude! Why, why you don't want these?" And I feel bad taking those, but um, yeah, it was cool about it. And I'm like, "Why don't I just live a little?" I've, I've been having like a a rough day. I was like, "Fuck it, let me walk out of here comfortable." <laughs> you uh, look good. Yeah, so that's tight. Got my new shoes. New shoes, new shoes, new. So all in all, you know, Melbourne, it was a su- success. It's a su- 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 success. <laughs> it's the concussion talking. <laughs> Let me take two. You blew it. Oh <laughs> no, Melbourne. We had fun. Su- 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 success. <laughs> uh, let's do. Hey, you know what? There's so many. It obits. was a success. I think we say. should do two or three obits, <clears throat> and then uh, maybe a. I fan only know two or three. You, uh, I got a keep few. Saying way more than I know. I have a few that I we uh, it's been a, a couple weeks for us. Like we didn't even cover Matthew Perry last week. So, no, anyways, we did our show last week before Saturday when Matthew Perry died. I knew we were going to tell most of the it. tour stories on this half. So, how about we do maybe two, two obits, two or three, right? And then put a pin in it. We'll do some of those uh, white people slang slurs or whatever. Oh, right, yeah. And the rest of the obits over there. Let's give ourselves a shot on each episode, shall we? Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. Alright, well, obviously. Bing! Chandler Bing! Are you ready? Four claps or five? One, two, three, four! You passed. You passed the test. You can count to four. (laughs) You pass. A lot of people think it's five. They go clap, 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 clap. 
What? Yeah. Who are these fucking uncultured swine? Just saying, not you. Mongoloids. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be bringing the biker gang into this. Um, last week, Matthew Perry died on Halloween. Real shame he didn't get stabbed or something. It wasn't on Halloween. Cut off. We we found out the day of my Halloween party on the twenty eighth. Oh yeah. yeah, we were just dressed in Halloween costumes. We were just drunk. <laughs> we did like discuss it a whole bunch that night, and then our friend Taggy the next day texted like Matthew Perry died, and I was like, we discussed it in. I full was talking depth. to you about it for an hour. Really? It was the number one topic of conversation at the party. Um. Yeah, I uh, I did read his book in January, <laughs> and uh, th- that being said, I don't I don't know. You Makes know, sense. Not not Makes the sense drowning that he died much earlier than he should have probably died. But that man was a real bully to his body. You know, yeah. he he uh, pretty much beat himself up for forty straight years, like crazy Hall of Fame. First ballot Hall of Fame numbers of like forty Vicodin a day and a fucking handle jug of vodka type stuff. You think he Just ever an was embellishing that kind of thing? You think he was like Wilt no. Chamberlain with the bitches he fucked? Where it's like I don't think he was embellishing. Wilt Chamberlain probably fucked three thousand bitches, but he mm-hmm. says it was ten. You're getting a little Holocaust denial. On me. <laughs> <laughs> they say it was six. Pretty million sure bitches. it was more like six hundred thousand bitches. Um, no, I like whether it give or take ten. Vicodin, you know what I mean? It's like it's nuts. It wasn't like the difference between oh, he took four and or or five. Yeah. It sounds like every day he needed like dozens of pills. No, and like a jug, not a not a fifth. Where's the little flask of what are we gonna drink? Not that a handle jug, the thing with the handle. You see what we're gonna drink? Oh boy, it's not (laughs) standard Jameson. No, so I went down to the corner store where I thought they sell booze, and it's like one of those. It's not even booze. They don't sell actual liquor. Oh, and I thought Jesus this was vodka. Christ. It's Russian style grape wine. That's With my flip flop. <laughs> is this the it's the little Nikki? This is like uh you know when you go to like a convenience store and they only have like fireball and stuff that's like mostly syrup. It's not This booze. is nuts. There's no reason we should be even be drinking. Just fun. Just episode three hundred. You saw what happened to Matthew Perry. We could stop now. Hell no, dude. <laughs> I'm on the fast track to Bingville. I saw some people uh, like commenting about it, and they were saying, and they kept saying this thing, which is true technically, but they like it's too young. A lot of people. It's Opie, by the way, that I'm talking about right now. <laughs> people <laughs> talking about it's the Vax and shut up. It's not the Vax. He's too young. It's like, dude, did you read his book? Did you hear about like how he treated himself? It's a sh- it's a-, a wonder that he made it to 54. Like he was. Wait. So what is this brainless dickhead saying? Fifty four isn't too young. No, he was saying it is too young, but huh. almost as if as if the guy lived a clean bill of health his whole life. Opie doesn't know anything. Oh, I know about anything. <laughs> He's my favorite source of news. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, though, it's like I know there's a lot of people. Whenever any celebrity dies, they're just like it's probably the vaccine. It's like, dude. He's a pillhead and alcoholic for four decades. Right. It's like it never stopped. And and it's not just that it did, he didn't you say just it's drink the himself. vaccine when it's someone under thirty. Who I forget what it was. I think it was like his athletics, um, his gallbladder, or something like his, his appendix. It, it burst like he was rushed to the, <laughs> the hospital. Gall of his bladder, <laughs> something like exploded, like and he almost died. And then he had like he was in the hospital for almost a year. You know, right. like he went through these things where he just he was destroying his body with drugs and alcohol. You know, so yeah. even when you see somebody being like he's too young, that it's like no, dude. 
read the first chapter of the book. Just read the wiki fucking notes about it. It's like it's it's kind of shocking. He I think didn't at die this 10 point, years ago, ninety percent of the people who, when someone like Matthew Perry dies and they say vaccine, like it's a joke. Yeah, it's, it's just funny. To I, say. I, I especially the older the person I wouldn't say is, that. I think there's a lot of people vaccine. that believe that. For some reason, specifically celebrities, no matter yeah. what it is, they just be like, "Was he vaxxed? It's Hollywood vax." It's like I get it. You don't trust right. it. Nobody really trusts it. But like. I think it was his. I think it was what he did to himself. I think it was his lifestyle outside of his medical history. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. Um, but yeah, I did read that book, and it really is like, I, I didn't even watch the show Friends like that. But it's like, this dude just was a pussy hound, piece of sh- piece of crap, real piece of crap. Like that. That's kind of the whole book. Is like I treated women like shit. I treated everybody around me like shit. I was late I to the Friends before. rehearsals. Like whole I, I, ru- I ruined Sounds episodes. Like a humble of the, brag. Yeah, I fucked Julia Roberts, and then I fucking ditched her. Right for real though, and it, I'm reading it. And I'm just like, what a every this guy's hot a chick from jerk. the '90s. That book is just like, I fucked her, yeah. and I was like, peace, bitch. Had a and thing then with Gwyneth Paltrow. She loved me, and I said, bitch. Drank a handle and took fucking ten Vikes, and then went and banged uh, Julia Stiles, and then was like, fuck <laughs> you, ho. Um, so he's dead. In the guise of like, oh man, I was such a bad guy. Um, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And I guess who uh, else should we? I'm do sure in this it was a. Uh, they said they said they like wasn't sign of foul play. He what drowned in his jacuzzi. But you never know. He could have cardiac like, uh, arrest. Could have re- could have been cardiac arrest. He could have relapsed. I don't know if there is like a toxicology, but he right. could have like fallen asleep off some pills after relapsing. Just because he put the jar back in the medicine cabinet and the- went down to his jacuzzi doesn't mean right. You know he wasn't fucked up. Who in knows? The tub. I think when a celebrity drowns in the tub, they're nine out of ten times they're, they're fucked nine up. Nine out of ten times. That was Matthew Perry's heart. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you watch the show, though, it's pretty evident that beyond season five, uh, he just goes way downhill with the pills. According to the book. Chandler is funny in seasons one through five. Mm -hmm. And then six and beyond, it's unwatchable. He doesn't have jokes anymore. From six and beyond, his humor is noise. Yeah. <laughs> That's a punchline for Chandler in the in the later half of the show. Into, he turns into like a TV friendly <laughs> PG rated dice. <laughs> uh, so it, he said yeah, in the book the too, tail end of a dice joke every time. <laughs> how the, <laughs> the beginning of his friend's career? How like um, what was the other dude? Joey. Uh, Which friend uh, of his? Joey. What's his name? Matt LeBlanc. Tribbiani. Um, he would go to Ross Matthew Perry Geller. Uh, LeBlanc would go to uh, Matthew Perry, like asking for like tips on comedic timing. I guess he was the least experienced with acting and stuff. And he said by season nine Joey's or ten, the funniest one on the show. To me. Well, he said by the end, like he was going to Joey for no. He was such a like he did such a like Walter White character arc. Yeah, of like this this guy who was like nailing everything, sought after actor, funny guy. People looking to him for like, oh, your timing is great. And then in the end, he's like. The guy he taught, he's going to him for notes because he yeah. turned into a wreck. He said every time he was fat, he was on booze, and every time he was skinny, he was on pills. He was never sober for any of the tapings, pretty much. Or I guess like a year or two, he tried. All the My, cast got behind it to like get him clean, and it was a struggle. I feel struggle. like the word genius has been a little thrown around <laughs> with this one. I wouldn't go that far. I've seen it in quite a few headlines. I read. And his I wouldn't book. go that far either. I read his book. I, I wouldn't say it was a tough read. <laughs> it's a pamphlet. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a Fred Hampton. It's not book. even the size of it. First of all, stop disrespecting <laughs> the Fred Hampton book. It's like three hundred fifty pages, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know why he got that idea. But it's it's written like uh like I could write a book. I think that's a little more like uh has a little more astute verbiage. Yeah, a little more panache. I think I'd be better verbiage. I think I'd be better with uh that's the title of the episode. 
I would be better with the words of writing a book. Not that I'm some author either, but it was like it was like reading something that a tenth grader wrote right. about just being like, "I fuck bitches and I suck down bottles of vodka and fuck <laughs> bitches." It's like, wow, <laughs> this is not exactly uh, <clears throat> Dostoevsky. Is he a composer or the author? The author. Yeah. Okay. I think in a Tchaikovsky. Uh, Who else we got? Let's do one more on this half. Moron. How's about you? Got something for this fine fella here? Do you have one you want to? Fucking yeah, I do. Let's do it. I don't know anything about you. You're going to have to take the lead on Bob Knight. Bobby. Legendary basketball coach. Deceased at the age of 83. Uh, yeah. I did. I don't know what the cause is, but I know he, uh, let's see, Indiana. Letters I've written. The Hoosers. Several national titles with Indiana College basketball. Uh, they called him controversial. What was so controversial about Bobby You've Knight? seen the guy uh, who threw the chair on the court? That was him. Hell the yeah. The classic clip of the guy throwing the folding chair. The chair thrower. Yeah. Hall of Fame career highlighted by three national titles at Indiana, one capping an undefeated season not since matched. Wow. Only undefeated uh, college basketball season. And countless on-court outbursts has died. Yeah, he was like uh, the dude from Whiplash, but for sports, you know? Ah, Throw, they probably took that from him throwing the symbol or the chair or whatever <coughs> at the drummer. No, they took that from uh, it's a jazz story about. I think they took that from my actual band, Brian Logan, the guy who taught me. He was a real bully sometimes. I think Charlie Parker. Uh, there was a story about Charlie Parker like whipping a symbol. Yeah, at, I can't remember which drummer. <coughs> but the drummer like just ducking right under it, like and almost took his head off. Nicknamed the General. Uh, Knight was eventually forced out at Indiana in 2000 for violating a, quote, zero-tolerance uh, behavior policy by grabbing the arm of a freshman student whom he said greeted him by his last name. Uh, it was the final transgression on a long list, which included his most infamous incident throwing a chair during the Purdue game and accusations of numerous physical confrontations. Did he was just... Yeah, somebody? Was, uh, uh, I don't think I think he threw it on the court. So what's the big fucking deal? You know, uh, Anthony League gone soft. Anthony Edwards hit two white ladies with a chair last year. Didn't Allen Iverson still on the throw Timberwolves? a chair at someone? <laughs> um, the most notable involved night apparently choking player Neil Reed in a practice in 1997. Stone Cold yeah! would hit people in the head with a chair. They put him in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Double standard. <laughs> um, so yeah, I saw that we that was actually at the Jacksonville show. Like on the screen, that was uh, mm. November first, I guess. All I saw on the screen at the Jacksonville show was uh, the Bachman Turner Overdrive Hour <laughs> on CBS <laughs> News. <laughs> I just look up, and uh, one reporter's name is like Ed Bachman, and the other girl is like Stacy Turner. Like, Does nobody get this? <laughs> nobody see what's going on here? <laughs> News anchors are kicking it into overdrive. <laughs> Um, all right, well, we'll just do those. R.I.P. Bobby Knight and Matthew Perry. We'll save a couple of uh, the obituaries for the other half, which is free this week. You can listen to it for free. Watch it for free. Oh, we're drinking this port oh, wine. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God almighty. Um, this ain't the port wine. This is the grape wine. It was either grape wine or the port wine. Um, yeah, right. they, like, they take wine and they like make it into fake. This is like vegan vodka. Is there booze in it? Is it alcoholic? Yeah, it's fucking 21% by volume. 21%? Oh, this ain't nothing like Is that it. bitch shit? Should we take two? Let me just start with this one. <laughs> terrible. Yeah, oh, my God. It tastes like rubbing terrible. alcohol. Ew. Ew. But it tastes like watered down rubbing alcohol. It's not that bad, actually. We, we deserve better than this for 300 episodes, if I'm being honest. But I don't know. I might just... We got the Corona in the fridge? Still got that Corona in the fridge. Berta's mom's got a bottle of Evan Williams eggnog. <sighs> That's so, dude. Eggnog rules. You want to do eggnog? 
for the next can one. We, can we tap into that, or is that rude? Of to, course we can. Please dude. get through, dump this Her out. Casa it's es gone mi bad. Casa. Dump it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Britta's mother is the sweetest woman in the world. Yeah, she rules. I've <clears throat> I've been allowed. She would beg us to drink this Evan Williams Go get that. Nog. Go get that. I'll do one shot of that right the fuck now to <laughs> cleanse the palate. Um, and here, you know what? I think I think, I think, I think it's a written question, so you'll hear it from over there. Let's start it up. It's time for fan questions. It's time for fan questions. report. That looks so fucking good. The port wine. Where are you at on eggnog? I've loved it since a child. I'm very new to it, but I've really enjoyed it the past couple years when I've had it for the first time. It's terrific. Uh, so I'm actually very excited about it. I can't believe how bad that shit was. It wasn't that bad. It's terrible. Oh, you, it's not that bad. Um, so Am here, I supposed to shake eggnog? This eh, It wouldn't hurt, but it'll be fine. Right. Um, this is from Sawyer Marsh. Give me yours. <clears throat> Happy Sawyer days. Sawyer Marsh. Coming for you, Darsh. What kind of name is Sawyer Marsh? Happy days, P-Squares. <laughs> can't wait for the Vancouver show. That's coming up in uh, in about a month, less than Woo! a month, you guys. Uh, December 9th, Vancouver. Yep, Portland, Astoria. Vancouver, and Seattle. Tickets and on sale now, palmersquares.com. Early December, hit it up. Uh, a couple questions. It says, what's the top song you don't want requested besides No Foam in the Cup? Uh, bring the Bacon. Oof. I don't have a problem playing Neither that. Neither do I, honestly. So my why? verse. So new answer. <laughs> it's just like old, I feel cheesy. Uh, no foam in the cups. Another one where it's just like. But the fans like both those songs. They do well at shows. And it does snap. Same with Stony Brook. I would say if Stony I'm Brook. If Stony I'm Brook, top of the list. It's Hate crazy. It's crazy. The song sucks. That song rules. Worst song ever. It's a great song. I'd fans really, ask every fucking tour why we don't play it. I'm like, ask him. I don't know. Uh, I think know, it's a great it's just song. Like, uh, I feel like the 19 year old who wrote it when I do it. I'm like, I'm so much better. Than yeah, this when now. everyone liked you and you, we had clout. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. When we did the album that. Most people still call our best. Uh, I think I it's a great understand. song. I think it's a song that still resonates because uh, it's actually about something. The whole critique of little make that song's about something. It's about something that everyone can relate to. Being you know strapped for cash. All of the uh, entendres. pops through the hole in my crew socks. Hey, Stony that's on you, dude. That's on you, baby. When my ship comes in, I'll fold loot stacks. You know it's in a shoebox. When I wrote that Until chorus. then, I need to get some ends. <laughs> uh, let me you can bet your bottom ruble. Look, it's not my fault you wrote a bunk verse, dude. The fucking song yeah, sucks because of you. that's why I hate it. My verse rules. The hook well, rules. You do your verse, and then we'll stop. I will. It's kind of like a... Uh, what do we do at the show in Bradenton? Where MC you just Showcase? Cut it off. No, like I did mine in an ugly duckling, and you were just like, and cut. Right. <laughs> you just stopped the beat. I'm not even going to try. Um, I'm a rhyme writer with tired eyes, shine brighter than fireflies from the introduction. I don't everybody think they're rainbow until they run out of ammo. Done. Uh, run up so a flagpole. See who salutes it. I was like proud of that hook when I wrote it. I still think it rips. Uh, money. Put it where your mouth is. Looking forward to me that cushion on the couch. The, it's the hook is fun. I, I like the, the hook. hook a lot. Did you just give me my fucking flowers for the hook already? Uh, song I don't want requested. I gotta say, and this is because it's the most requested song at every tour and show. Broken language. Uh, just stop saying it. We, we don't we have hear it. it. We don't have we, the beat. And we, and we retired it. That's all. We just kind of retired it. <laughs> not to say it'll never come out of it's retirement. Not even our song. Um, it's not even our first rendition of the song. Uh, it just is like every show has somebody that yells broken language. It's not in there. We can't do everything we've ever rapped. We start trying to balance it with 
uh, less rap stuff, or at least balance it out with like rehypnols and acknowledges and picturesque. It's all rap shit. So then we need to pepper in more of the stuff with choruses or, or a melody, like uh, even Ugly Duckling, but Dip, Only Living. Stony Broke would be a good one we could do. That is like, you could sing. Find the way to do it like you find Dip, you know? Um, one, but I just uh, don't want to do broken language. It's this like, it's another friend's it one. would do well, but whatever. It's a good one. No, I'll do that. When you do Stony Brook. I'm Dude, I'm not doing Got My Money Right Got ever again. Got My Money again. Right is such a better song. Well, I'm not doing They're it. They're both about money. I don't care. I'm not doing Hardly. it. Hardly. No. <laughs> I'm not going over there. <laughs> you you got to meet me halfway. Dude, we're a partnership. <laughs> All right, let's do this shot of better stuff. Eggnog. And the second question is, what's your favorite dessert? I think it might be this shot. Let's find out. Mm, so fucking good. It's just eggnog. I don't taste anything. It's Evan Williams, though, so there must be booze in it. I know. It's just sweet. It's delicious. Made with Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey, blended whiskey, rum, and brandy. This is less alcohol. That's fine. Bullshit. So good. 30 proof. Let's kill the bottle. Uh, and it says, also, congrats. Term on the big W. What's the prize money going, <laughs> going to? What's it going to? Yeah, what are you going to spend your earnings on? My for your fucking gay-ass college loans that just got renewed, and I have to start paying them now. Right. And I already owe 500. I'm like back. I have like back debt already. Yep. So that's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it. everyone involved had an answer like that. Drew was like, he was going to pay off his car. I'm sure Paco and uh, yeah. whoever he fought are pretty strapped for cash. Piece <laughs> of shit, college. <laughs> um, so um, $200 boxing shoes. Pay those off on the credit card. <laughs> I did already pay $200 for the shoes that I wore in the match, and now I can't return them because they told me they have to be sellable. And I scuffed them up so much in the ring and subsequently wearing them for fucking seven hours after the fight to our show. Really yeah. bonehead maneuver. Nah, fuck returning them for $200 to Dick Sporting Goods. I no, say, we're going to box again. Box I'm, again. I'm going to yeah, need just shoes. Just keep them or just sign them and sell them as like Term's first boxing victory shoes. A fan would scoop those up for way more than the 200 you paid. Oh, would they? Yes. I'm certain of it. I, his name's Ed. <laughs> I, I know no, it Ed for a is fact. not gonna fucking sniff these shoes while he whacks <laughs> off I won't have it <laughs> he's sitting somewhere listening right now like that's what he thinks <laughs> no it was, uh, I love the fact that I had uh, Drew was wearing Nike boxing shoes and I was wearing Adidas boxing shoes yeah battle of the two classic brands classic rivalry do you hear, like, I don't know if the fans can hear this, but this entire fucking I hope they can, because I like it. This whole episode, I'm, I'm going to turn my headphones up and see if you can hear this. We're getting, we've been getting a distracting radio frequency. There is a frequency like <laughs> Dennis Quaid. Here. I guess that's only making it louder for me. Yeah, I can't hear it. Can we tell what song it is now? Turn me up. Hmm. It's Take a, Me to Church. This is a great way to Take end episode Take me to 300. church! Whatever, dude. I don't know what this fucking frequency is. I know this song because my ex-girlfriend liked it. <laughs> she doesn't like music, and we make music, so that always bothered me that she like really did not have any passion for what you doesn't and I do. Doesn't like music. Yeah, she told me that. She doesn't, she doesn't care Nothing. for music. What's her favorite song? Nothing? This. This was like one of three songs in our whole relationship where Hosier, she like- Take Me to Church? It, she reacted to it and was like, I've been listening to this on repeat, and I was like- me. You suck! <laughs> Really? This is what gets you going? Mm-hmm. All the shit I've tried to show you? Never mind my music, but all the brilliant music that I'm a fan of because I'm a brilliant person? Right, you're a real Matthew Perry. <laughs> 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 Nothing. <laughs> oh, I want to answer my favorite dessert. Yeah, uh, that's tough because I'll eat pretty much fucking anything, dude. I'm, oh, I love often like... I love being a big fat piece of shit. I often have 
phases of desserts. I went through a creme brulee phase. Yeah. Love a good we, creme We all brulee. remember the Macron phase of 2020, 21, Went through 21. a big Macron phase. Um, dude, creme brulee is so fucking good. That might Love be it. it. When I'm out at a restaurant, creme brulee is like my favorite thing to get as a dessert. Mm. Home, ice cream. Ice cream's good. I have a late night ice cream. We're really blowing the lid off of some undiscussed stuff right now. Ice cream's good. <laughs> you know what I like? A brownie. <laughs> good question. Everyone's ex girlfriend like take me to church. It's a fucking gay podcast. Last uh, question. <laughs> would you rather? Here's one for you. It's from Josh. It says, "Would you rather make a gay porn with each other?" Yes. Dude, I couldn't even Doesn't get, matter like, what the fuck next a girl is. who was sucking your wiener that one time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about fucking you. My, dude, my wiener would just fall off. Don't knock it till you try it, dude. Get back there. Get in there. Like dig, a dig it out. turtle. <laughs> would you rather make a gay porn with each other or fuck a super hot girl five minutes after she died? Where do you draw the line? Hmm. I got to say, I'm fucking this guy. Question. This guy right here? Are you serious? Yeah. You wouldn't fuck the dead lady? Just pretend? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. You wouldn't fuck a dead lady? (laughs) What's wrong with this guy? But she's super hot. She's only been dead five minutes. Dude, I fuck super hot live ladies. Like, it's. Do you? Yeah. That's all I ever did. I've always been batting out of my league. There's a couple that got through. Matthew Perry over here. (laughs) There's a couple that got through. (laughs) Yeah. I'm, I'm blessed. When I was single, no. I, I was always like, I can't believe that beautiful girl was into me. For the sake and of... And even right now, I'm engaged, and I'm just like, it's nuts. Yeah. I'm batting out of my league still. For the sake of, like, the rest of our lives and our relationship, I'd have to fuck the dead lady. Yeah, and go to jail. Would I? Yeah. You think every person that ever fucked a dead person went to jail for it? Come on. <laughs> you think you're slick, huh? Some people get away with these? No, look. I just like you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It, no, it would be way easier to look you in the eye having fucked some. It would lady. be like when Amy walked on stage, I'd, my my dick would get into your butt, and we'd be like, "Oh, look, dude, it's in." <laughs> <laughs> we, we wouldn't take it seriously at all. It's just something to talk about on the pod, right? <laughs> so yeah, I we hafted it for a fucking concert promo last year. Yeah, I think I'm digging out term for show. Um, because it's like, what does fucking really mean? <laughs> I could penetration. Do I have to finish? Penis in your butt or your penis in my butt. That's what it means. I could put it in this dead lady, three strokes, and then take it out and be like, uh, oh my God, she's dead. Yeah. Here, how's this? While we'll have a threesome, me, you, and the dead lady. Okay. There that's you a, go. That's a, <laughs> that's a screenplay I'm working on right I now. I could get it me, up you, while and a the dead, dead lady. lady sucks your me, dick. Me, Earl, and Term, and <laughs> the dead lady. I'm telling you, it's not <laughs> porn. Um. All right. Let's... Uh, Let's, let's double up this radio frequency with our fucking outro music yeah, and, yeah. and switch to Patreon. Everybody's invited. Join us over there. Please and thank you. Episode 300. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we got a few more obits to do over there, too. But <clears throat> been besides feeling that. aches in my head lately. Fuck you. I'm fucking a dead lady. Um, TPS Sports Podcast at Gmail and 708-797-3079. You already know. Yeah. Hit us up. We're uh, we're gonna do a three hundred one of these soon enough. Three hundred. Um, and Patreon.com. Go over there. This week, everything is free. You can listen to it. Uh, if you sign up for the Patreon, it's gonna be um, it, it's a lot easier to stream it from another app, another you know something that isn't Patreon. And if you want to watch it, just go on there and uh, click play. First free ten minutes of uh, first ten minutes of every episode are free. Check it out over there. Um, what else? Fan mail. 
TPS reports. I'm sorry. The Palmer Squares. Don't the write Palmer TPS reports. Squares. You should not write TPS reports. My bad. Took you long enough. I mean, if you send us mail, okay. I mean, address it right. to the Palmer Squares. Uh, P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Send us uh, some eggnog. Send term a, a CAT scan machine. Yes. Like the 10. <laughs> so I don't have to be a bitch and go to the hospital. Um, we might do that tomorrow. We might, we might ask, um, uh, why am I getting headaches a lot? <laughs> fix my brain. <laughs> Uh, this is out late, so uh, you probably already missed the Atlanta show on November 10th and the Murfreesboro, Tennessee on November 11th, or you were there. But it's definitely not too late to get your tickets for Portland at Star Theater on December 7th. The uh, Portwine! Vancouver at the Astoria on December 9th. Uh, the Astoria, a hotel. Something tells me it's not going to be the same as the Melbourne one. This was like the one time we showed up at a venue and bitched about how gay it was going to be, and it actually it was it was the reverse. That's what we were bitching. It did not fit the standard policy. No. And then uh, Seattle is Sunday, December tenth at High Dive. We're back there. Tickets for those are on sale right now. Please get them early. And then we're closing out the year with a show with Mike Pinto at the Cubby Bear, hometown Chicago, December twenty eighth. Tickets on sale now. Get those too. Um, Besides that. Uh, ThePalmerSquares.com or just PalmerSquares.com slash shop. Get some merchandise. I think we're going to restock over the winter and, and hit the road again. We actually, I think we're just uh, booked some shows for next spring that aren't announceable yet, but stay tuned for that. What else? Anything else for the end of the first half of episode 300 term? Um, I think we were planning on getting out of here with the homie, Nate Renmis, who just dropped his album, Funk 95. I'll have a funk. 95. <laughs> um, it's awesome. We listened to it in the car the other night. We're going to listen to it a few more times on the drives we have to do. Hell yeah! You're going to listen to one song from it right now. Y'all are going to listen to one song. This song is called Detail, and it is featuring Jarvis, Young Jarvis. the other homie. Um, yeah, find it in the Smoochie Gang playlist, and... Jump over to the Patreon, y'all. Patreon.com slash Palmer Squares for more podcast episode 300 goodness. Uh, we'll see you there. I don't have the Kill Whitey button on this card, but uh, how's about you, Kill Whitey? Kill Whitey. Hey, Ethan, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Nate, buddy? Yeah, dude, check it out. Back with the, 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 the speedo, cover the stack, Zeno. Muddle that mint, I'm chugging the mojito. Bonito. Skin, same color as a kilo. Bright white men in America, black speedos. Speedos, speed them up. MC, speed them up. We came to crack the code. So meaning I'm a true crime documentary. Meant to be the best. More fresh than the blood from my enemies. Better be ready, locked, loaded, and compact. Socked him in his face and popped at his contact. Drop flat down to the ground when I bust him. We got powder, rub round in the musket. Musket destructive. Fucked up the function, ultra deluxe and also disgusting discussion of land when my mic is plugged in. It's funk now five and I'm on production. I don't wanna be don't wanna beat them out of push a gotta feeling at the way of freaking keeping people sugar sugar up until it buried the bus at any minute in it. Funny out of these motherfuckers thinking they could get it. I got up, one got up, twenty little rabbit of the early eight, anything but a killer. Shabble get up, suckers I get as a nigga, such a one up, get into the rhythm with the murderous attention and attention to detail. Retail prices might just sell, bitch, I'm nice as hell. Don't ring that 
Bell, just fight yourself, yeah, you might just fail. Hail Mary, pass in the backyard, throw it to myself, and cats to myself, I'm a track star, harder than a cement slab, I get busy on a mic, bitch, I'm in my back, I got D-E-T-I-L-P tail, status quo, no match, quota, glad to know ya, nice to meet ya, braggadocia, my finest feature, final destination, flip the vinyl, time's a wasting, ultra rhyme mode, activation, ultra rhyme mode, activation, at your bases, hiding your face in your palm, put it on like a mask of Satan, masquerading as a cat who can handle the task of combating the wrath of Nathan, J.A. Office, my name is not Tay Rennie, got a price on my head, so I gotta stay ready, senior year, cause I'm done, I took out to the one, and my teacher's name was Miss Eddie, ready, ready, set, set, go, put a bullet in the chamber, but hold it steady, why people gotta act so petty like Jackson, I ain't tryna cash no 20s, yeah, fuck that, give me Benjamins, use a game song too, cause I'm friends with him, back at you, essentially same in a sentient being, it's the man from the future millennium, I don't wanna be the one Beat him out of bush, I got a feeling like the way it. Keep the people, sugar, sugar, up until it, I'm ready to bust it any, in it, in it, funny addies, motherfuckers, thinking they could, you done got it, you done got it, going got it, corny little, rapper to the, prolegate it, anything with me to get up, navigator, suckers, I can, touch it, what up, get into the, rhythm with a murderous attention and attention to detail, bitch, yeah, Ethan, uh, I love you, bro, love you, funk, not five, not five, funk, funk, not five, it's the not five, funk, funk, not five, not five, funk, funk, not five, it's the not five, funk, Okay, Ashley, fuck you, right back at ya.